it's Ed Suzeski here. I'm the author of Reconnect, Spiritual Restoration from Digital Distraction. And this is a little bit of a, a different approach to the podcast today. I usually have guests on. This is just me. <laughs> so if you want to just like turn it off now, that's fine. But um, I, I wanted to just talk a little bit about the election coming up. It's kind of on everyone's mind. I think it's kind of hanging over a lot of us. And it would be easy to um, to spend a lot of time on social media or on news sites, kind of going through the horse race of it all, or you know, evaluating all the latest trends or, or whatever, or you know, just to get overwhelmed by just the feelings of everything going on. So uh, this is kind of your uh, election day social media plan episode, where you know I've just been thinking about how everyone's talking about like what's your your voting plan. I want to talk about your social media and, and soul care plan. So how, how are you going to care for your soul at a time where there's just a lot to worry about? And so, you know, the first thing, and this is kind of, you know, a good, you know, kind of good part of the examine that I do. And also just part of, you know, journaling or just being aware of things on your mind. Um, think about what the sources of stress are for you right now. So, you know, it could be stuff in your life that you're worried and stressed about, you know, we're homeschooling our kids while working, you know, relatively full-time jobs. So that's a source of stress for us. We don't have a lot of margin, a lot of uh, energy left for other stuff. And then when this, you know, election comes along, um, you know, there's a lot hinging on the outcome of this election, you know, from my standpoint, you know, there's, you know, big questions about healthcare. There's really, really big questions about climate change. And, you know, can we sustain life on this planet, right? Can we like feed people? Uh, are a bunch of people going to lose their homes? Uh, are a bunch of species going to go extinct? Uh, you know, there's, there's just so many questions about climate that uh, we need to, to be addressed at a government level and the current leadership just isn't doing it. Uh, there's questions about COVID, about, you know, responding to COVID with good science instead of, uh, propaganda and, and, you know, just, uh, you know, bullying. So, you know, these are some of the things that are, have been on my mind. And I think we just, we need to like face this stuff and be aware of how it's impacting us, how it's, you know, changing our days, changing our outlook, how it's maybe hovering in the background of our lives, you know, is your jaw tight, your shoulders up tense, you know, is your breathing changing? You know, these are all things that I've been kind of pondering in my own life, you know, over the past couple of weeks, months, actually. And, uh, you know, when I go to therapy, that's always the first step is just to identify the sources of stress and to kind of dig down a little bit, you know, and, and identifying the specifics. And, uh, you know, and to, to try to do some things to disconnect from it a little bit, you know, to, to get outside, to, to do some silent prayer, uh, to talk to people about it. You know, these are all things that can help, uh, you know, but, but ultimately, you know, we need to see these things for what they are and to, to feel them, to know them, um, and then to, you know, respond with, you know, the soul care things that can help, you know, there's 
you know, not a whole lot we can do to change things. You know, I, I have some friends who are doing like, you know, texting uh, folks about voting and, you know, people who are going to help with, uh, you know, election day stuff. You know, there are ways that you can be involved that, you know, kind of can feel empowering and kind of helps you channel some of that stress and energy um, along. But, you know, when it comes to election day itself, you know, I was saying to my wife last night that, you know, it's like we've been waiting for this election day. I mean, ever since I had my all night panic attack on the evening of the 2016 election, I've been, you know, waiting for this next election so that we could, uh, you know, finally get rid of this, <laughs> this administration. And the thing that, you know, has struck me is that there's like this, these dueling senses of uh, anticipation and dread, you know, because we don't know what the outcome of this election is going to be. Uh, we don't know uh, how things are going to shake out as uh, ballots are counted and as, uh, you know, if there's been, you know, a steady stream of lawsuits trying to keep people from voting, um, you know, how many lawsuits are there going to be to keep votes from being counted? I think that's inevitable. Uh, so, you know, even if we get past election day, we won't be out of the woods. But all the same, you know, if we think about election day as a day where there's going to be probably extra stress and extra anxiety, you know, how are we going to manage this stuff? You know, how are we going to interact with news, with social media? How can we, you know, care for our souls to keep the day from being a complete dumpster fire of emotion and fear and panic? Um, you know, here, here are a few ideas, things that, you know, I've been thinking through. You know, obviously it has been immensely helpful for me to have some kind of a project or activity that's hands-on that has, you know, almost nothing to do with the computer. Uh, so that could be, uh, you know, uh, woodworking for me, pastels, um, you know, playing hockey with my kids or soccer with my kids, you know, thinking about activities that will keep you away from screens. So you're not just immersed in this stuff that you, you know, you know go for a walk or a hike or, uh, you know, for us, we have an arboretum close to our house to you know, take a walk there, you know, think about things you can do to disconnect from all the stuff that will be you know, reported on and, and kind of micro analyze. Like there's only so much analysis you can do before at a certain point, it's just, you know, not going to do anybody any good. Um, the, the next thing is to think about, you know, your, your polling sources and your, you know, media sources that if you do check in, where are you going and who are you checking on? And, you know, I'm especially thinking about, you know, doom scrolling through social media, um, you know, oh my gosh, like that, that could just uh, become a black hole for me so easily. It's such an easy uh, temptation because you always want more information or more news or, you know, you want to, you know, see if there's anything else to find out, you know, when you're going through something like this. So, you know, think about you know, the sources you can use that are reliable and helpful and, you know, and beware the clickbait stuff. I mean, even today, like, I don't think CNN is an unreliable source, but, you know, they're, they're in the clickbait business. They need viewers, they need ads, they need people to keep checking in. And, you know, their headline this morning when I, I checked before making this video, cause I was curious and sure enough, it was all about how the race is, you know, it's, it's getting interesting in certain States. It's, you know, tightening up and, you know, there might be some trends in a few states, but for the most part, you know, the polling experts that I'm reading, like 
from the Cook Political Report or from uh, Mike Madrid, who's a you know a Republican pollster from California. You know, they're all saying that there's generally some trends that showing that it's not tightening up. You know, for the most part. You know, so it it just gets tricky when you know media sources they they need to keep our attention. And the best way to keep us atten our attention is to get us agitated and worried. That's just the business model. Whether they're giving us you know, ultimately mostly accurate information or not, um, agitation and fear work. And so you know it's hard to counteract that because if you have like a calming message, it just doesn't drive hits and engagement in the same way. So you know think about how you can you know, get some good information before the election or on the election day. Um, I, I really like Dave Wasserman at the Cook Political Report just because he's using a lot of a lot of data, a lot of information, and um, he's been, you know, just watching these trends for a while. He's, he's kind of digging down deep in the numbers and he's not in that reactive mode. You know, it's a subscriber-based service that they have. And so... Um, you know, what he posts on social media for free is, is, you know, fairly, you know, measured and calm, <laughs> you know, and he tells the good news and the bad news, but I, I like to have a source like that. Uh, you know, that's not in that like ad driven ecosystem. Uh, and then, you know, think about social media fast. Like what if you, you know, downloaded the self-control app on your computer uh, for election day and you just, started your day out with a block of all social media until like, I don't know what, six or seven o'clock at night. Like, is there anything that's going to happen on election day before then that would be, you know, consequential? Probably not. So um, that, you know, that may, that may be helpful to you. It may not be helpful to you, but, you know, think about, you know, other blocks you could do to help you, you know, disengage a little bit and to, get your bearings to focus on, on other things to think about what you can do and what you can do to help. Uh, you know, so that's just a few ideas there. You know, we all have our own challenges, our own weaknesses and temptations. So I, you know, this is definitely something where I encourage you to, to customize, to experiment, to, to think about what would be life giving for you, what kind of space you can create for yourself. Uh, you know, it, it's, the, the, the stress of election day probably won't go away for a little bit because there's going to be uh, a lot of you know, accusations and lawsuits and things like that uh, following the election, you know, regardless of how conclusive the results are, there's going to be some you know, shenanigans we can probably expect. Um, and it, it, even if they don't happen, I think it, it might be helpful to just be ready for that. And so you know, this is also just an opportunity to think about how can I uh, set up some healthy patterns for my life uh, for tumultuous times that, you know, until inauguration day, um, you know, things might be a little dicey. And so, you know, hopefully not, but, you know, think about what some healthy patterns are that you can establish now to, to be prepared, to be stable, and so that you can, you, know, you can meet these challenges and remain balanced and uh, able to, to help people around you, to be present for the people around you to be present for prayer and to uh, keep a, a foundation that you can stand on. So uh, if you need a little bit more help with sorting through some of this stuff, 
my book reconnect is actually on sale on Kindle right now. It's $4.99. Uh, so is Flea Be Silent Pray. Both have a lot of stuff about contemplative prayer, about prayer practices that can help you get grounded. Uh, I asked my publisher to make them cheaper for the election time just to help people, you know, have like an, an easy resource at, at their hands that might help them get established with some of these practices. So thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll talk to you soon.